Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Freestyle Friday, where it's just me, you, and the mic. Today, I want to talk to you all about managing your expectations. But before we get into that, you listen to the show for a reason. However you heard about it, whether it was Google, iTunes, uh, social media, one-on-one combo with me, something about the title Build Your Network resonated with you in some way. It means that you're kind of like me. You realize that the single most important factor that contributes to your success is your network. Well, after years of learning, growing, testing, failing, falling flat on my face and implementing, I'm finally putting together an all-encompassing online training and community called Explode Your Network. It's my complete framework. A to Z, it's guaranteed to exponentially grow your connections, level up your inner circle and shorten your runway to success without annoying your contacts or printing a single business card. It's everything I know about networking and connection all in one place. Plus, there's going to be a community of people attached to that training that are also going through the same exact modules and wanting to explode their network as well. So if anything that I've ever done has added value to you in the least, head over to travischapel.com slash explode, travischapel, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L.com slash explode to start investing into what we both know to be the most important aspect of your career, which is your network. 
Now, today I wanted to talk to you about managing your expectations because this is a conversation I've been having with a lot of people recently. The more and more people reach out to me and ask me what I would do if I were in their situation, the more that I run across this particular piece of advice. So uh, let me kind of explain it to you this way. So if you're out there and you're doing something that you don't like, the thing that you do full time, when people ask, what do you do? And you explain it to them and it's not something that gets you going. It's not something that excites you. Maybe it's not something that irritates you or pisses you off. Maybe it's not even to the point where you hate your life or anything like that, but it's just not what gets you going. It's not something that you enjoy doing or enjoy talking about. I want to talk to you guys specifically today. So, and I'll tell you a quick story about uh, when I was doing something that I didn't really enjoy at all. And really up to this point, before I started the podcast, pretty much anything that I did, I didn't enjoy the actual work itself. I just enjoyed different aspects of the work. So when I was doing door-to-door sales for a really long time, It's not like I enjoyed going door to door. I just enjoyed that I only had to work three or four hours a day to make a six figure income and that I could do that on my own time. I could do it with, I had freedom to do what I wanted and I could make good money. I could hang out with my friends. Like I liked everything about what I did minus what I actually did. I just liked the paycheck and the time freedom. So as soon as I could find something that was better than that, I stopped doing it, which is now turning into the podcast. And now it's something that I really enjoy doing. Not only do I enjoy the work, but I also enjoy the other aspects as well, the freedom, the money, everything that comes along with it. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters. Is, is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 
But before I did that, I was kind of searching for what I was going to be doing next in the door-to-door industry. And during that, I ran across this outside sales job for the Home Depot. And no no disrespect to anybody that works at Home Depot, but working at Home Depot was just not for me. And even though I was 100% commissioned, I was not an employee of Home Depot. I was a 100% commissioned sales rep that didn't really spend any time in the store. When they would send me out on appointments, I would need to still wear the apron and all that kind of stuff. And so I remember going out to some of these things and we would sell really high ticket construction jobs. So um, new windows, new siding, roofing, doors, different things like that. And so there was really high a price point on all of the things that we sold. And a buddy of mine was making a pretty good money doing it at the time. And so I just decided, hey, why not Why not go in and try this while I look for the next thing? And this is during the whole time where I was thinking about possibly starting a podcast, but I was starting to run on my reserves and my savings account and knew that that was irresponsible. So I was like, I got to go do something. I got to go work somewhere and make some money. But it wasn't going to be a regular J-O-B job because that's not the way that I do things. So I jumped into 100% commission, still had some freedom and flexibility and all that good stuff. But when I got into it, I just did not like the work at all. And um, like I said, it's not like I enjoyed the sales part before. It's not like that was something that was super important to me. But what it was before was always something that I could get behind. It was a product or service that I at least could understand how somebody else could buy it or one that I actually bought and believed in myself. So when I was selling door-to-door alarms, that's something that I believe in. I think that it's a really good product. I think that it's really affordable. I think that the products are really cool. The things that you put in your house are pretty cool. So it was a lot easier for me to sell because I believed in the in the product or service. And then when I switched over to Home Depot, and again, no shade to Home Depot at all, okay? <laughs> but when I switched over to Home Depot, I started noticing that a lot of the jobs that I was selling, I would not personally buy. If I were in the market for new windows, I would not personally buy from Home Depot. I would probably go to one of our competitors to buy that. And as soon as I realized that, it became insanely difficult for me to start selling these products because I didn't personally personally believe in them. If I didn't, if I wouldn't be able to look my customer in the eye and tell them 100% like, Hey, if I were in your position, this is for sure what I would do. Then it's really difficult for me to sell that. So it just became this cycle of, I would only sell to people who really wanted it. If people started throwing out objections and things, I didn't work super hard to overcome those objections because I didn't fully believe in the product. And so I, I couldn't get behind it. So the paychecks weren't as good because I wasn't pushing past the objection, which is really the difference between somebody who makes decent money in sales and somebody who makes a lot of money in sales. And uh, so I was just kind of spinning my wheels. I hated going into the store. We had to go do these trainings and things like that. And um, even though we're hundred percent commission, they still required us to go to some of these trainings, which was a super weird thing to me. So I would end up showing up at Home Depot, throw on an orange apron and walk around and people would ask me questions like, Hey, where can I find nails? And I, I just wasn't my thing. I, I did not like it. I hated every second of it. And um, as you can guess, I did it for about three months. That was like my highest tolerance, like the most that I could possibly keep doing that job was three months. And so when I talk to people that have been doing things for literally years or decades, it's amazing to me that it takes them that long to figure out that they don't like doing it and that they haven't taken any steps to try to not do it anymore. And it's something that's just so incredible to me. And so and then the other thing is that they are doing something that they don't enjoy. You're doing something that you don't like but you're still expecting to be just as happy or fulfilled as somebody who's out like chasing their dreams and fired up about what they get to do on a daily basis. It's what they get to do, not what they have to do. It's what they want to do, not what the necessity is to provide for their family. So if you're in that position, if you're in that situation, there's three different things that you need to be able to change. And you don't have to change all three of them. You just have to change one of them. Like One of the following three things has to change in order for your happiness or your fulfillment or your enjoyment of life to go up. 
What's up, everyone? Just wanted to take a quick second and give a shout out to my favorite podcasting app, Himalaya. If you're not listening to podcasts on this new app, you're definitely missing out. It's like a social media app, but for podcast listeners. Follow your go-to shows, like and comment on your favorite episodes, and download professionally curated playlists made just for you. So head on over to your app store or Google Play Store and download Himalaya today and thank me later. So the first thing, and I'm going to start at the smallest things and go up to the biggest thing. So the first thing that you need to look at to see if you can change is your mindset. If you can change your mindset about what you have going on currently, then you can stick in that. If you don't believe me, just watch Mike Rowe's Dirty Jobs for a season and tell me that those people aren't some of the happiest looking people that you see. And they're doing some of the nastiest jobs, the dirtiest, grimiest jobs out there. And yet they're still super, super happy and seems like they're having a good time. And I guarantee you it's not what their passion is, but they were able to reframe their mindset in a way that tells them that, hey, this is something that... doesn't really matter to me. I still enjoy my life and this is still a great way for me to make a living. So number one, you change your mindset. If you can't change your mindset, if you've, if you've worked on it, you're like, Travis, trust me, I have worked on it. I have really tried to make myself enjoy this job. I just can't do it. There's nothing about it that fulfills me. I totally get it. Don't feel bad about that at all. I 100% understand exactly where you're coming from. So the next thing that you need to be able to change is your situation. You got to look at your situation and see if you can change the situation. So for me, I did. And the time before that, when I didn't want to be doing door to door anymore, I changed that situation. And the time before that, when I was working at a company, I didn't want to work at anymore. I changed that situation. When I was living in an area that nobody ever came to, there was never anything going on. I lived in Lancaster, California. Most of you listening to this probably haven't even heard of that. It's in like Northern LA County. The people aren't super great. The area is not super great. The weather's not super great. There's no opportunity there. There's not businesses flooding there. There's not a lot of stuff happening. So what did I do? I changed the situation. I moved up to Fresno for a little bit. And then I moved out to Las Vegas now. And then I might move again based on opportunity and getting out of the situation that I don't feel is best conducive for what my goals and my dreams are. So number one, try to change your mindset first. If you can't do that, then you got to be able to change your situation. And then if you're still being stubborn and saying, Travis, I can't change my situation because my family's depending on me. I don't have any savings, whatever the reasons are. Okay. Some of them might be excuses, but some of them might be legitimate reasons. Okay. If you can't change your mindset and you can't change your situation, the number three, you're just going to have to be able to change your expectations of how happy you're going to be in life. Now, really think about this one because this is the one that people start reevaluating number two at because number three is a really difficult one to wrap your mind around, but it just makes sense. If you're expecting to be the happiest person, the most fulfilled person in the world, and you're doing something 40, 50, 60 hours a week that does nothing for your soul, that doesn't light you up, that doesn't get you excited, that doesn't make you happy, that doesn't make you fulfilled, you're doing that for 40, 50, 60 hours a week, like most of your waking hours you're spending doing that for 30, 40, 50 years, then you have to understand that you cannot and will not be as happy as somebody who is doing something on a daily basis, on an hourly basis that actually makes them happy, gets them going and fulfills them. There's, you you can't have both of them. So you either need to change your mindset about the situation. You need to change the situation itself, or you need to change your expectations of what you are going to get out of life. Because I promise you, 
that you can't just continue going along the way you're going and still have those same, those same expectations on yourself. It's not going to happen. You can't spend that much of your time doing something that you hate or some, doing something that you dislike or even doing something that's neutral and still expect to be just as happy as everybody else that is out there like chasing their dreams and doing stuff that really fulfills them. So um, look, that third one is a really difficult one to wrap your mind around. So I would suggest going back and looking back at the second one and seeing, okay, I don't want to change my expectations. I don't want to be less happy. I don't want to change my goals of fulfillment in my life. So if that is true, then I need to be able to either change my mindset or change my situation. Maybe that'll give you a second look, a fresh perspective on how pressing this matter is and maybe encourage you to look around and see what you can change about your situation, how you can get something going in your off time. Maybe start a side hustle, get something going that feeds your soul, that makes you happy, that makes you fulfilled, that has a, some some sort of passion or something stirring inside of you, something that you're obsessed about, try to get that out there. So change your mindset, change your situation, or change your expectations. Anyway, that is it for today's episode of Freestyle Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening to this right now, head over to Instagram and take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to your story and tag me at Travis Chapel just to let me know that you're tuning in and I'll head over there and say what's up. Thanks so much for tuning in. Catch you next time. Peace. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about how we've been able to get some of the guests to come on the show, I've created a totally free resource called Meet Your Hero. So if you'd like to connect with people you respect and admire that are difficult to reach, you're going to want to go to travischapel.com slash hero to take action and start that training today. Have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.